0: Welcome to Ticket Weeknights. Okay, here's the deal with Nicole. Live from Coppell Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America.
2: She's just got to tell it like it is.
0: Nicole is, uh, she's very wise. Sometimes you're not going to like it. Here
2: is your host, Nicole Griffith.
3: And welcome into Ticket Weeknights. I am your host, Nicole Griffith. Alongside Nick Sainer, Nick, how are we doing?
2: Good. It's it's finally happening.
3: It it is happening. So a little little diff- things are a little different around here. They if People are. haven't picked up on it um, by now, but um, no more Happer. Nope. Happer is gone, so I will not be saying I'm here with Happer, and I will not be having to listen to his fantasy football takes and that's, um that's a
2: good thing for you, Nick, you will
3: not be able to give anything about fantasy football either because <laughs> i don 't care
2: that 's okay. My fantasy seasons are over, so we are fine that's that's all good No, yeah, things are different, things are good though um today, first day of shows and everything and they went well. It was a lot of cool stories being told. Uh, me and Rico were obviously still in our little slot from two to three, but then Bach and Strick in the afternoons.
3: Little, um, it's like kind of like a it's like a new day at yeah. work, like a kind of like Christmas, but you yeah. know, like things are still going well, and um, you know we'll be okay so i dp and jay usually go before me Mm -hmm. um and so i when i was driving here i was like oh i'm not gonna see jay and dp and oh no dp's still here so gave him a hug and thanked him for not giving me uh for (laughs) still keeping me here so um keep letting me have this segment from six to eight so um i'll be your guys's nightcap night nightcap right that's
2: yeah, That's, I think I think so. I mean, tonight and we then have we
3: still have gymnastics. Yes, yeah, so, so we
2: still have a couple. So I don't know if you're really the nightcap. You would be the
3: appetizer, the
2: fire starter okay. for our nighttime program. The shooter, yes. Okay, that will work. Y- you kick things off of our nighttime. I
3: programming. am the, perfect because I'm not the afternoon.
2: No, no, because like. Our our daily programming gets done every every day at six, obviously, and then we have our our weeknight programming. Mm. And so you, kick I'm off, weeknight programming. You you kick off the whole week of nighttime programming.
3: So do you have the the movie clip on Twitter that can you play? Oh, it? I can I can pull it up on so, Twitter if you give me a second. Yeah, there. So I've been kind of teasing Nick and Nicole as a show forever. So <laughs> Big Sky, Big Sky is just not here tonight. He's yeah. still is with the radio station. Um, it just, this is just Nick and Nicole for the first time ever. So, mm-hmm. um, this isn't like a movie trivia question. I know some, some of you guys' shows do that. Like, what is it? Check the Bach. Guess. So,
2: so we have, so we have wingman. Um, we have Nick trivia and then we, we have, uh, I guess it's now sh- shooting Strick or something like that. Bach has some cool name, um, with, with that one. But
3: so we're going to play this movie clip. Um, you guys can just text text in it doesn't matter but this is what i sent to nick when i found out that happer was leaving and um i was like nick and nicole is finally happening
2: i have to sign in my twitter hold on
3: okay dramatic dramatic experience dramatic pause yes
2: just give just give me like three seconds here
3: the text line 402-464-5685 and it's not it shouldn't be a hard movie um but i just thought it was funny so
2: I think we need to come back to this because you don't remember your. I can't get my password to go.
3: Why can I text it to you? Um,
2: if you want to email it to me, you can.
3: Just keep doing your password.
2: Let me just go for go ahead. do. I go through the whole forget my password thing.
3: Yep, might as well. You're you're stuck now. <laughs> okay,
2: that's fine. I should do this here. Okay.
3: So we have a fun show set up for you guys today. We have Jeremiah Searles of the Huskers Radio Network coming on at six fifteen. He had um some he had some thoughts. Here he has thoughts on players opting out of bowl games. So I wanna hear Jeremiah's thoughts, the former Husker um and former NFL player. So Jeremiah Searles will join us at six fifteen. And then at 6.40, uh, we'll have our second guest, uh, Kelsey Casper of Channel 8. She's their sports um, anchor and reporter. She will be in studio with me, so our fun catching up with Kelsey segment. Um, You know, I have some questions written down for her, but we never really, we just end up having a bunch of shenanigans so we probably won't really get around to the questions I had and then um so that's rounds out the first hour and then so I'm in studio from six to eight and then at seven I broke down my top 10 stories that I covered last year um it's not a lot I mean it's 10 it's a 10 thing list so it's not mm-hmm. like long but I won't literally explain in detail all of them and then at seven twenty-five, seven thirty, we have um Lincoln Lutheran's High school volleyball coach Sue Ziegler. She, um, the Warriors won volleyball, their state champs this year, and then she was also awarded the national coach of the year, mm-hmm. which is incredible. But what's even more incredible is her story on how she got to the final four to accept the award. Um, her family, I'll let her explain it, but they had to do some. Late night driving.
2: I, I going back. I don't mean to backtrack. I have the clip ready. Okay. But yes. going back to Kelsey. Did I, don't, I stall
3: enough? <laughs> yeah, you did
2: great. That was awesome, filling air airtime. But also, I, I'm curious if Kelsey remembers me because I used to be so during right at the beginning of the pandemic. I did play by play broadcasting for Channel Eight. <gasps> oh. But now, obviously, I'm not. I'm not with them anymore because you know that season, the season, the football and basketball season got over. So. I met her, like, once or twice. Look, so I think that
3: was your Twitter profile photo,
2: wasn't it? It used to be. And
3: I was like, why does he work at... He doesn't work at eight.
2: Not anymore. I don't. And and I didn't necessarily work there. I just, you know, I just did their play-by-play broadcast. 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 Yikes. Whoa. All right, so let's see So, if, are we uh, ready?
3: Let me reset the table.
2: Yes. Okay. Well, hopefully, this, this does not echo.
3: So... This is the movie clip and you can just text in and guess or call and it's not like it's an actual game, but I just wanted to play this. This is the video clip that I sent to Nick when I found out that Happer would not be on my show anymore. Is it work? 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 Ooh,
2: for some reason, it will never work. It's not it's not going. Let me. Oh, maybe I need to unmute the site.
3: You need to start it, start it, start
2: Alright, it is
1: dice.
3: So, so, if anyone knows that movie, <laughs> <laughs> it took us a couple times, but Ooh. I think you could figure out which one it was. Oh,
2: we already got a uh, a submission on the uh, Sardar Hayman Jewelers video stream.
3: What they say? The Lion King. Ah, yes. They
2: were absolutely correct. That was really smart. Nice job.
3: That's what I say whenever something happens that I've like been waiting for something to happen, or like Taco Bell opens. It is time.
2: I I also found out though, Nicole, and I, I don't want to out you on our first show. Oh my gosh! Okay, but I, yes. I heard that that's not you didn't you did not originate that content when you sent it to me. Somebody sent that to you. He you sent, had to ask somebody to send it to they you. They sent
3: me the video, but I sent them insert. So I never send the gifs or send the memes. I just put asterisk, meme of Lion King, and then oh, he sent it to me.
2: You have to you have to send the actual. I'm not going to take GIF. the
3: time to do that. Why would I do that? Why would I take the time when someone else could do it?
2: <laughs> We're getting a lot on the text line, so everybody got it on right on the text line. Adam, unnamed texter, bipolar. Corey, Bryce, another unnamed texter says, "Ah, that's my favorite song from The Lion King. He played it with the Cornhusker Marching Band at the Iowa game.
3: The It Is Time. That sounds that would be wild. Be wild. Why don't they
2: do any of those fun things anymore at Husker games? Like win games. They got." Yeah, that's that's true. Um, we so Bach and I were actually having that conversation last night, is before the basketball post game show because that whole debacle last night, and it was like,
3: what happened?
2: Well, what debacle? Nebraska should have won. That's what happened, and it was like, when was the last time we had a happy post game show? Not not even solely for basketball, but also football, and I think we came to the conclusion that it was October seventh. After Nebraska Northwestern, because that was when we started feeling good about Nebraska football, because they just beat they beat Northwestern fifty six to seven. It was a good game, yes. And they came off a, a hard fought loss against o- Oklahoma, and we're like, all right, you know what? They're they're figuring it out. It's a close loss to Oklahoma. They just demolished Northwestern. They're solely in the Big Ten West race, and here we are.
3: Well, we had that same kind of discussion at ten eleven. Kevin Suits and I did. Mm-hmm. I think it was after the Must – I'm looking at the schedule because it wasn't the Iowa game because I wasn't at the game. I st- anchored. It had to have been the Ohio State game, 26-17, or else Purdue. Mm-hmm. And, no, it had to have been Ohio State because it was, like, early in the day. It was an 11 a.m. game. And we got done, and so usually we get – we go – we have our assignments, you know, by the end, of we know like what we're supposed to do. And then like one of us goes to press conference and one of us does hallways and then we do stand-ups okay. and all this stuff. And we just like, you have to crank out four stand-ups and be done. And Kevin and I are both like, we, we're getting pretty good at this. <laughs> it's like, yeah, <laughs> it's, I, there's only so many ways you yeah, can say like, like a close score loss. Well, and
2: that's how, that's how I, and obviously, you know, it's my first like real year in as part of a media, I suppose, it still kind of feels weird for me to say that. But, I mean, I guess first year doing doing sports radio, obviously. And, and that's when I kind of realized that just every Monday it was kind of the same thing. And it was, all right, how did Nebraska lose this last weekend? And what did they do to beat themselves this last weekend? And it was kind of the same story over and over, like the coaches kept saying. And it was kind of depressing. And and you kind of headed headed into Husker basketball season thinking, all right, it's gonna it's gonna change. We're gonna have some good things to talk about. And then they lose to Western Illinois, and it's like, holy crap! All right, here we go. And and that's why it kind of makes me laugh all the time. And I, I don't know if you've heard this, but the whole there's media members that want Nebraska to lose. And I just sit here and I'm like, I don't know <laughs> who that is because yeah. it is no fun talking about them every day yep. when they're losing.
3: They're like, you guys are just big fans. And it's like, well, it makes it more exciting to cover.
2: Much more exciting. I, I went down to the Oklahoma game, and I was like, I was standing on the sideline before the game, and, and Oklahoma, big, huge team, you know, fast. And I'm like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. And not expecting Nebraska to come close in that game. And then you found it as a four-quarter game, a full four-quarter game heading into the final quarter, and you're like, holy crap. All right, here we go. Here's a chance Nebraska might pull off something that nobody thought was possible.
3: I started thinking that when they were trading threes early on, and I was like, yeah. it's hap." I wrote, I tweeted, and then I deleted it, and it was because it was not expert analysis. It was, oh my gosh, is it going to happen? <laughs> That's
2: all. yeah. Well, I, I, like last night, I it was supposed to happen. They were their win probability. If we want to get all analytical, their win probability was 88.8 percent. With like 32 seconds left in the game, and they still lost. Like that's the highest that it got, and they were up five with 32 seconds left, and somehow, some way, once again, we're all just kind of used to this Nebraska not being able to close it out, and it kind of got frustrating um, at the end of the night when it was like, well, Nebraska had a shot, but then once you went into overtime, you kind of felt like it was out of their out of their hands. Yeah.
3: Well, let's give Jeremiah a call. Yes, and get him on the line. And not to cut you off. No, no, you're good. From your broken-hearted um, Husker hoops. Yeah. Your rough. Your heart's a little tender right now. It is. But we're gonna. Turn- not even Husker
2: hoops. It's all Husker men's athletics. Are you? How
3: are you, Nick? Nick I'm, and good. Nicole, I'm
2: good. I'm How- good. No, I, I'm excited actually for tomorrow because uh, Nebraska tomorrow? women's basketball plays Michigan.
3: Um, is it home? It is
2: at home. Michigan's ranked ninth in the country. Both teams are twelve and one. Um, super oh, excited for that one. I'm actually really really excited for that one because they're coming off their first loss of the season against Michigan State, a game that they did not they shot the worst they've shot all season long, and they still had an opportunity to win that game. And they're they're really really fun to watch. And I keep telling people you got to go out be go out to the game because it's like it's cheap tickets. Nebraska women's basketball is 12-1, their best start since oh nine.
3: Amy Williams is from an hour away from my hometown.
2: I've, I've seen your, your thoughts on South Dakota people.
3: Well, I'm just saying.
2: And, it, and it's impressive. I'm happy.
3: Amy Williams and Becky Hammond are both from South Dakota.
2: Becky Hammond? Aces, right?
3: Uh, new well, coach? Yes, new coach. Look at you knowing your stuff. Okay, so we have Jeremiah, right? We're going to bring in Jeremiah Searles of the Huskers Radio Network. Uh, Jeremiah, thanks for hopping on with us.
0: Absolutely appreciate you guys having me.
3: So I wanted to bring you on because one of your tweets um, kind of got my attention discussing bowl game. Well, first of all, how are you doing this offseason? season? so rude of me to go straight into <laughs> asking questions.
0: No, you're good. I'm doing great. Uh, it's been good getting through the holidays here with family and starting 22 off right. I'll be traveling a lot this month in January. So just kind of soaking it in here the last few weeks before things get rolling.
3: Yeah. Are you handling the, the no football? I mean, there's football, but it's not Husker football. So how do you, but there's NFL. So like, how do you kind of handle, is it good for the heart or bad for the heart?
0: You know, I mean, it's good for my heart's health, but it's bad for my, my want and desire for the Huskers to be playing in a bowl game. But you know, it's been fun. I love college football bowl season. It's super fun to watch, and I, I really enjoy it. And the playoff, as is, is sad as I am that it's Georgia-Alabama again, it's hard to argue that those aren't the two best teams in the country. So um, I'll be sad when college football is over, but NFL playoffs get ramped up, which that always fills the cup up nice and full.
3: Yeah, what, who, do you, who do you take then in the NFL?
0: You know, I just like watch my buddies a lot. I mean, I still cover the Vikings quite a bit of a podcast up there every week. Um, I watch the Bills a ton because I still know a lot of guys on that team. And, I mean, I kind of just watch the teams I played for and the guys I know that are around the league. Um, I love just kind of cheering on and support those guys. And as far as who I think might win the Super Bowl, I think the Packers got a pretty good shot at it.
3: Well, as a Chicago Bears fan... That does not make me feel very good. I wore the purple and
0: gold for three years. It (laughs) tastes like poop coming out of my mouth, too.
3: So, Jeremiah, thanks for joining us. Jeremiah Searles of the Huskers Radio Network, former Husker. Um, You had a tweet that um, really caught my attention, and you said this quote "This from Jeremiah Searles' Twitter account. Quote, this may be a wildly unpopular take, but I am 100% in support of the players that have first through third-round grades not playing in bowl games that are not – the CFP, too much life-changing money on the line. And for you thinking that's an unpopular take, it got quite a lot of traction. What is your belief behind that?
0: Yeah, so, so first of all, let me preface this by saying I'm a fully licensed, certified NFL agent. I am representing guys coming out of college into the NFL right now. I signed SRAs today. I have eight guys going into the NFL next year. So let me preface by saying I am talking about 60 to 90 individuals across thousands of NCAA football players. And I think that the problem is so many people focus on those 60 to 90 individuals and not the other thousands of players that it gets blown out of proportion. And here's my argument for it. You are judged, coming from a guy who's played in the NFL and now coming from a guy who's helping guys get into the NFL – The NFL judges you off your last season's body of work from start to finish. By the end of November, when your final game is played, the NFL, if you are a first, second, or third round pick, really those top first and second round, if you are slotted as a top 60 player in this year's draft, you don't have anything left to prove to them but you have everything to lose. You go out there and you sustain an injury. That's going to cause you to miss the combine. You sustain an injury that might cause you to miss OTAs and training camp. You're not going to get drafted in the top two rounds anymore. It's just the way it goes. And so I am in full support of guys. And you know, I haven't talked to many players that don't support this opinion either. And you know, it's talking about millions of dollars. It's not just your family, but the family that brought you up. It's, future generational wealth. I mean, it is life-changing money on such a large scale that it, it's just the bowl games for those individuals just don't make sense.
3: Jeremiah Searles of the Husker Radio Network joining us. Jeremiah, what do you to make of some of the national media who are saying that these players right now are just entitled? And I think it's kind of a a broad statement. I don't know if they're kind of directing it at the players that are specifically opting out, but um, you are coming from like a, you got to take care of yourself. These players aren't entitled.
0: No. Yeah. It, it's a business decision. And to think of it as anything else than a business decision is just widely wrong. I mean, the national media, Kirk Herbstreit said, these guys don't just love football. Like we do like that's complete bullcrap. They love football. The football has given them everything. It's given them an education. It's given them a chance to compete on the highest level. But why risk one more game? We're talking about one game out of potentially 60 games that they've played in their college football career. And we're going to focus on the one game that's, in, that's entitlement? That's not entitlement. That's a business decision. You go to college athletics, especially college football, and you can even say men's basketball, with the, with the dream and the goal of going to the next level. When you're that close to going to the next level and you've done so much, you're a top pick, what is the point of having to do it one more time when there's so much risk that could come involved with it? And that's the way I view it. Now, the entitlement piece, you can you can throw that down a little bit when you talk about the transfer portal, but that's a totally different can of worms that we could spend an entire another hour talking <laughs> about. That is where I see a little bit of the entitlement factor going. Going entitlement, talking about guys that are going into the NFL next year is just silliness to
2: me. We're speaking to Jeremiah Searles so of the Husker Radio Network, former Husker as well. Jeremiah, I have a question. I want to hear your your experience, but also what your thoughts are on. I mean, when a player like this is trying to think about going pro or making a decision whether or not they should declare early, who did you lean on for advice, and who should who do guys nowadays lean on for advice? Who do they talk to while trying to make a decision throughout this process?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, throughout your senior season or your junior season, when you know it's your last season, you are in contact with agents throughout the entire year um, when you're trying to pick an agent. You submit your name to the advisory committee through the NFL that will give you a grade when you come back, and you have scouts that are in and out of your school all year long coming to watch, coming to talk to your pro personnel guy, talking to your coach. Like, There's a lot of people that are getting input. There's a lot of places to get input, and you gather as much information as you can and ultimately, it's your decision. It's your decision of what's best for you in your career. And you know what? Your your teammates are going to understand that. You Your brothers, I, went, I had a guy tweeting It's like, so it's a family over money. I was like, it's not that at all. Like, you've given it all to these guys. They understand that you're right there going to the next level, especially those younger classmen that want to do the same thing you're doing. They're going to support you with it too. And so you gather information from as many as those guys that you can and then you you try and make an informed decision that's best for you and your family and ultimately your career i mean there's something to be said about getting to the nfl as quickly as possible as early as possible because you can only play football for, for such a finite amount of time that you need to maximize your value
3: i didn't know that you were an agent jeremiah when did you start doing that
0: yeah, so I passed the exam last year. Um, I passed the exam uh, in 2021, and I'm a fully licensed, certified agent as of this year. And uh, we've actually signed, like I said, eight guys. We have eight clients in our agency between me, myself, um, Zach Zenner. Uh, he played running back for South Dakota State. Yep, and my the Lions, as well. right? Mm-hmm. He's and like a doctor. Kiddings, uh, he was going to be a doctor. Or, yeah, He's he like, no longer a doctor. He, he is like, now a certified NFL East. Oh, wow.
3: Eighth. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, and so we have a team of three that we represent guys now, and we want to represent them the right way. And so I have a little bit more knowledge of this than people think of me as just, oh, he's a former NFL player. I am living this currently right now, this year's draft, of how this is all going to play out.
3: When you say it matters about from, like, the very beginning to the very end, and then um, as an agent and then also playing in the NFL, how much do those scouts look at an athlete – opting out of a bowl game. Do they even care?
0: No. I mean, like I said, the scouting report is done on all the first rounders. Now, again, we can focus on fifth round through PFA. Bowl games are wildly important for them. So important. When you're talking about a guy that's a fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh rounder or a preferred free agent, you need as much tape as possible. You need as many reps as possible. Each rep's a little bar of gold. And those guys, yeah, the bowl game is wildly important. But when you're a first rounder, second rounder, all American, you know you're going to get drafted. Like they don't pay attention to the bowl game. That means nothing to them. In fact, the NFL is probably excited that they don't do it, so they don't have some of the best guys coming in this draft possibly getting injured. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's this stigma that the media and really the fans have put out there. No NFL scouts be like, "Man, that guy sat out of his bowl game. Oh, we're not going to draft him in the first round anymore." That, that's not how this works at all perfect example of that, Micah Parsons, Jamar Chase. (laughs) They sat out entire seasons, and they were drafted in the first round still. That has nothing to do with decision-makers coming from the NFL.
3: How about um, any players that you know that played in a bowl game and did suffer an injury that caused them to just never be the same?
0: I mean, the one guy that comes to mind right away for me is Jake Butt. Michigan, Michigan tight end. He was a projected first rounder towards ACL in the bowl game and never really had a career, um, in the NFL, right? I mean, that's a, that's a legitimate thing. Um, Jalen Smith from Notre Dame linebacker, right? He was, he, he's, he's had a good career, but he was supposed to get dressed a lot higher. And I don't know if he's ever really become what he could have been. I mean, you're talking, yeah, there's, there's very few that have gotten injured there's very few that have had it multi- impact them but the question isn't whether well the look of the numbers the question is is it worth it i mean if i use the skittles example right if there's 10,000 skittles in a bowl and 100 of them are poisonous are you going to eat a handful is it worth it even if 10 of them are poisonous is it worth it is is that bag is, is that bowl game worth it is that bowl of skittles worth it the answer is no and we're, again we're talking about so Few guys that sit out that I, I get upset that it that gets the attention versus hey we got to see Harrison go score three touchdowns against the other game and get to see the future stars perform on a big stage. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that either. There's so many pros to it as well.
2: Yeah, and, and one guy that really comes to mind, and I'm not sure this is necessarily a question, but more of a statement. I mean, the one other guy more recently that got injured was Matt Corral, who yep. was a quarterback. That's a quarterback in a very thin quarterback draft class coming up next spring. And now you don't know how that hurt his value. While once again, Pittsburgh, their second string quarterback because of Kenny Pickett sitting out, he got hurt. So they were on their third string in their game. So it does happen. um, But like you said, not to a lot of guys, I guess mate, here's a question I suppose out of it. Do they need to limit the number of bowl games? Like, is that what the next step in this would be, or how do they combat my, this?
0: My question to you would be why? Exactly. Well, why, why why limit bowl games? You're still, the yeah. kids that are playing in these bowl games are loving it, and they're excited about it, and you get to get reps and opportunities, and I don't think they should ever limit the amount of bowl games. I don't think that's going to fix the issue. Uh, the issue is not whether you play in the bowl game or not. The issue yeah. is you're a cop pick, and you're going to the NFL, and you're not chasing a national championship. Well, that's, that's what it's become down to. And so, no, I think you leave it how it is. And again, you don't hear colleges and you don't hear college players whining about it. It's the media and the fans that are making it an issue. And I think that that's the stigma that needs to change. It needs to understand that, Hey, players need to come out in support of other players and just kind of quiet everyone down and be like, this is okay. This is where we're at in college football. And it starts with Herb Street and the Talking Heads that not turning the narrative to, well, back in my day, because that's just an old worn-out take.
2: Well, that's really interesting because, um, like you said, I, I don't. I'm on that boat of, as well of not limiting bowl games because you still need to develop pro, your program, right? And that right. the the cheese bowl, like we, had, we have people on the text line, the cheese it bowl. You know, the RNL carriers, but like those still allow the teams in the MAC and the Group of Five conferences to develop their programs before the following season, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Those bowl practices are huge. I mean, you think Nebraska would, couldn't have used a Cheez-It Bowl or an <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Idaho Potato Bowl practice? I mean, come on. Those, those practices are massive, and talk about development of programs and individual development. So, yeah, I mean, I think the more bowl games, the better. The more teams that can go out and perform and keep football going, and, and it just it's good for the sport. And just understand that it's not 1997 anymore. It's not even 2005 anymore. The, the landscape of college football is drastically changing at a rapid rate with NIL – with college with the amount of money that's getting thrown around in the NFL now, like it's all different and we have to be able to adjust and understand that things change over time.
3: Well, Jeremiah, thank you for taking the time to talk with us. One thing I do know is that after I've watched, you know, the past couple weeks of bowl games, um, it's just how deserving Husker nation is of a bowl. Just seeing all the, the fans from other schools being able to celebrate their school. I'm just like Husker nation needs to be there.
0: Yeah, I mean, Husker Nation's starving for a bowl game. Uh, shoot, I'm starving for a bowl game. I would love to be able to watch Huskers in December and January. And so hopefully that's where Coach Frost and, and uh, the new old coordinator and everyone can get, get us right and get us where we need to be because that's the goal right now.
3: Well, thank you for taking the time. We appreciate you sharing your thoughts. Very, um, very enlightening and important to get across.
0: He's- Absolutely appreciate you guys having me on. Go Big Red.
3: He's Jeremiah Searles with the Husker Radio Network. Like you said, if you're in the first two, one, two, three rounds and your score is set, I don't really understand skipping out on a, a bowl game.
2: No, no, exactly. And that's the thing is the guys that are making waves are those, those athletes that are going to be picked in those first couple rounds. You don't hear, oh, this guy that's projected fifth. Like, like, think about it. Okay, here we go. Use it for Nebraska. If Nebraska were to make a bowl game, you wouldn't see a guy like Cam Juergen sitting out you wouldn't have seen a guy like Damian Daniel sitting out. Why? Because they still need some of that tape. They still need some of that. They're still fighting for basically a combine invite, right? Where those guys that are going to be drafted mid to late rounds, they still need to fight for their spot. Now, a couple years ago, you would maybe sue. That, that I saw Sip write an article the other day. It would be interesting to think what would happen if, if Sue would have opted out of his bowl game and, and all that stuff. So it's really interesting to see. But And we get this off the text line, 402-464-5685. You won't have sponsorships for 40 bulls. Well, here's the thing. Jimmy Kimmel bought a bowl this year. There are people with way too much money on their hands that, that will, will just put buy bulls yeah. just to have their name on it.
3: The Nick and Nicole, what will we give out as gifts?
2: Oh, I Um, don't know.
3: The one hot chip challenge.
2: (laughs) No, I am done. I am done with those. I I am unfortunately no longer the producer of Old School with DP and J. So I am hopefully done with all the hot wings, all the hot chips. I know there's gummy bears back there that are really, really hot. I hope I'm done with them, and I'll move on from there
3: we're going to take a break. And on the other side of this break, um, we have Kelsey Casper from Channel 8. She will be joining us um, a little closer to like 645. But uh, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back after this.
0: Back to the Ticket
2: Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. gotta ask
3: big voice Bob to change it to Nick and Nicole for just this, th- this one day
2: as yeah as we go along see what happens
3: I'm your host Nicole Griffith alongside Nick Saner. I'm saying that right yeah
2: right. I'm very I was very impressed well not I'm, gonna lie
3: I'm in the news so yeah. I I know how to read I do um I do double a lot so I just said I do I do twice or oh, um, always or for me I will say it Say it twice.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. No, I was really right when we opened, and you said Nick Saner, and I was like, "Whoa,
3: I'm smart." They, they, I they said college. my last name.
2: Like normally, I, I was going to be, and I'm perfectly fine with it because I understand it's a tough name. Like oh. PA announcers when I played baseball couldn't say it, but what they say, Cert um, Schnurt. That's how I got Shnert. one of my one of my one of my nicknames was Schnert because um, they think
3: it's silent.
2: Yeah, or it's Center or you know it, and i'm just like if it was spelled s a y n e r t it would be perfect but it's it's not so well now, I was, I, I was, now
3: i'm screwed up sanert saner yeah Say-nert. it's
2: just s a s a y n e r t schnert <laughs> schnert <laughs> that's the thing is they put they put the they like forget the e's there and they're just like schnerty and i'm like that was one <laughs> it was like, i think i was at like bellevue east or bellevue west we were playing and and they were like now next up to hit Nick Schnurdy. And I was like, why? Where is the why in my name here? But no, I was very impressed that you were able to just knock it out like it was no big deal.
3: Well, this show has been no big deal. No, it's super easy here. Having a good time. So um, we are in studio from 6 to 8. You can watch us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Um, I always... I'm always like Twitch. Yeah. I've never been on there. Don't know what it is. Don't.
2: It's a big video game place, I guess. Well,
3: okay, I know what it is, and- but I don't know how you can watch this on there.
2: Well, so you can go just to Twitch and search 937 The Ticket. It's like Google. No, well, not really. It's like a YouTube. Okay. It's like a YouTube. Um, or you could go if you just go to our website. That's the easiest way, kind of, to to watch us is go to our website. There's a link that says Watch Live, and it just
3: I just go to YouTube. Ba-bam. That's the best way I do it. So, um, good show so far. We played The Lion King. A nice little <laughs> snippet from <laughs> after, there.
2: After a while,
3: hopefully you remember your Twitter password. After, yeah, now.
2: after I had to reset my Twitter password, and and you filled airtime really really well.
3: I you know
2: it's a professional. You've been doing this since. So when did you start doing this?
3: Doing radio or yeah, doing the show? Like doing
2: the show because I know you went. You joined Jake and Sip in the mornings for a while.
3: Yeah, I did that for about. A few months and then I've only and then I took a break and then I did it for I didn't do it during football because it was Mm -hmm. just like there's a lot going on. But um, I've been doing this. I have I'm a nerd and I'm very organized. So I have them all my all my dates. So this is my one, two, four.
2: Did you start August 16th when we began? Yeah. Yeah.
3: This is my 16th show.
2: Holy cow. I've missed a couple. That's all right, though. Yeah, you went back to South Dakota, I saw. Yes. South Dakota. I have I need to go to the Black Hills. You do. Jake keeps telling me that as well. Sorensen keeps telling me how cool the Black Hills are.
3: Yep, they're great. He gets really passionate about them.
2: Yeah, I make sure not to keep the conversation going too long, because... I know he's really passionate about it, but no. Yeah, South Dakota. Um, Somebody asked on the text line, that reminds me, Space Cadet asks, where are you from in South Dakota?
3: I am from Rapid City, South Dakota, where Becky Hammond is from and one hour (laughs) south of where Amy Williams is from and about five hours west of where Tim Miles is from. So Tim Miles, Amy Williams, and Becky Hammond and Nicole Griffith were all birthed in the same state.
2: It's great, something to be proud of.
3: Maybe I should join, co- get into coaching.
2: Yeah, I, Tim Miles isn't as ha- isn't having as much success as Amy Williams and Becky Hammond, but um, you know it is what it is, so it's okay. I got to get our S- camera set up.
3: Speaking of successful women, Kelsey Casper just walked in. She's got to get, <laughs> she's got to get situated. A little chilly out there. Kelsey, Nick, Nick, Kelsey. We are um, bringing back one of my favorite segments, Catching Up with Kelsey. So we got to let her catch her breath. Wow, you brought in some cold air, girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I have lots of questions to ask you. Um, I We can talk. What did you do? What? Keep it down. I thought it was this headset. Um, I'm already causing chaos. Yep. There we go. Stay, stay with us, those who are listening. This is Nicole with Ticket Week Nights, waiting for Kelsey Casper to get situated. She's doing great. All right. Hello. Hello. You're not... I don't think your mic's on yet. Oh, Kelsey. What's up? Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Welcome to the new year, 2022. How's it treating you? I mean, it's been three days. Three days.
1: So far, so good. I can't complain. Um, but yeah, I'm ready for the new year.
3: There we go. You had um, you ended the year really busy. I did. You went to the national championship yes, for volleyball. For volleyball. Walk us through that experience. Not just put, just putting you on the spot right now, but how <laughs> was in. how was covering the final four?
1: It was so much fun.
3: Like that was
1: probably I know I've had a short career, but like that was probably the coolest thing I've gotten to cover. Um, it was long, long hour, long hours, but. Um, I mean, it was just so exciting.
3: Well, you looked great every Thank night, you. and I Thank always you. check out your outfits. Oh. You're well. more than just your outfits. We're more than just our outfits, but I'm like, but she, it's a big part. But I'm like, she doesn't look dead. She's still <laughs> exactly her hair's still in place. She's yeah. doing
1: great. Yeah. So I, I drove there too. So it was a long drive. Um, How far? I split it up, but a total just under thirteen. Whew. Um. Yeah. But that after that first game, that first pit game, um. It was just so late.
3: You're like, we're staying. I know, we're well, staying. The, long.
1: That first set, oh, it was it was. Everyone thought Pitt was going to win after that first set, but was, it yeah. was like they flipped a switch too. So uh, that was really cool and really exciting to see. And then that night didn't get over until four in the morning for me, <laughs> and I'm sure for all the other people working it. You
3: could have just anchored the morning. I That's you could have done a live like, hit from the for the morning show. Yeah. I was like so excited because I didn't
1: have anything like for the ten because. You couldn't. The game was still going on TV. You're not allowed to do anything. So I was like, sweet. I got no deadlines. Like, I'm just gonna enjoy the game. And then the morning producer texts me, "Hey, can you have something ready by the morning show?" I was like, uh, I don't even know what time the morning show starts. <laughs> I, they had to like. I've never turned like, anything for that. I've never done this before. So, yeah, it was. It was like I was still in the place by 2:30 in the morning,
3: and then I just went home and edited. Or hotel and edited but and yeah. then well luckily there was a day off Yes, I mean, but well it wasn't like a there's never days off Correct. like if you're still turning content but it wasn't a game day the next day yeah. so the nebraska um what final it's not like the final it is the final four but it's yeah. like not the sweet 16 or the yeah. elite eight but the final four had um and the regionals had games, days in between them, right? Yeah. It was like, I'm pretty sure that was like the first time they've did and that. Cook's been like fighting for that yeah, instead of playing back to back games. So you guys were, at least you didn't have to play the championship. At least you didn't have the championship game the next day.
1: Yes. Correct. We, we had like press conferences. So we were there, but like it was much more relaxed.
3: And then they're like, were we just here? Like, yeah, Literally. <laughs> we just talked to you like 12 hours ago. Literally. So how long have you now been here in Lincoln?
1: Over a year and a half. Wow. It's crazy. I just hit it because I started in end of June or July or something. So January is like a year and a half. They so. grow up
3: so fast. I know. <laughs> um, you say, what other sports stories that you've covered maybe fall under your favorites?
1: Oh, jeez, You're putting me on the spot. I know. I know. It's what we sports do. Sports
3: stories. Mm. Well, you went to Fayetteville. I did. That was fun. We've talked
2: about oh, that. That's fun. Yeah. Did you go? <laughs> no. I was jealous. I was jealous that I did not get to go.
3: Oh, funny thing. Um, Nick knows you.
2: No. Okay. Time out. That <laughs> from where? So he goes. I wonder if
3: Kelsey's going to remember me.
2: <laughs> so what happened oh, was shoot. I said, "Sorry I said, to go no, straight no, 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 into." No. <laughs> All right. So during last. Would have been last. Yes. Last football and basketball season, I was the play by play guy for channel eight.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes, that is you. <laughs> it is me. I am so sorry. No, no,
2: no, 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 no. It's okay because like I wasn't around, like I would just to bring back the equipment late at night and after the games, yeah. and I would just kind of walk through and I just set it down and then I'd leave yeah. just really quickly. So I no, I don't blame you at all. But That's you know, yeah, it's just at Seacrest
1: Field, I'd run into the room, make a lot of
3: noise.
2: I and felt here so I am. bad
3: throw all my stuff down and run back yep. out to the field that's what it was yeah and was- you when you were just like nice to meet you when you were fumbling around for your stuff i looked at oh. him and was.
2: <laughs> no no it's it's fine like that was i don't it's okay no it's fine
3: it's good radio, yeah, good not- <laughs> radio. so now <laughs> yeah. wow well, welcome back what a exactly. small world no, nice to see you again no it's, yeah. it's fine it's he's it's grown fine. up so much i was gonna say you really don't look the same as yeah,
1: what you yeah did i know
2: before. I, i've gained a little bit of weight <laughs> oh.
1: That's not it. That is not it. <laughs> no, nope, it's, it's fine. the facial hair.
2: Well, yes. so I need to, I haven't been able to rant publicly about my haircut on Friday.
3: And
0: you or lack you thereof. can do that now? No, no,
2: no. I just, normally it's it's kept up a little nicer, trimmed, but I messed up when my hair, my hair uh, appointment was on oh, Friday. No. So they charged me, understandably so. And I didn't get a haircut, so now it's this Friday. So I, sorry, side note, I just haven't been able to. You
3: paid for a haircut that you didn't get. I have
2: a show every day, but I didn't get to rant about it today, so it's fine. So when we talk about facial hair, it just made me think of it. Anyway, (laughs) continue with the shenanigans. She
3: clearly didn't recognize you because of your exactly groomed mainly hair. Exactly,
2: it is. I know it's a little (laughs) long. I need a haircut. I need the straight edge razor. We're fine.
3: (laughs) You know. My facial hair is doing pretty good. So I I
2: was going to say so, but you know, it is what it is. But
3: how are you handling um, (laughs) transition out of that talk? Yeah, please do. do. How are you handling um, Nebraska winters? Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. I'm used to it. You're from Chicago area. Yes.
1: Yeah. So this is like the same exact thing.
3: Shout out Jim. Yes. Shout out Terry.
1: Definitely listening. They're listening. (laughs) Those are her parents. Nice. (laughs) They follow me on Twitter. They do. We love them. Exactly. But yeah, nothing different. Except that that one snow last year that was miserable. That like 14 inches or something crazy like that. That was probably the worst snow I've ever seen. We were also in
3: quarantine though, kind of, right? Maybe? Eh. Maybe We like literally couldn't leave.
1: Yeah. I was still at the station, but yeah.
3: Oh, that's bad for you.
1: (laughs) I almost had to stay the night, but... That wasn't happening, so I, f- I found a way home.
3: <laughs> what about New Year's resolutions for yourself yeah. and then for the sports teams that you cover? Yeah. Are you a fan of resolutions? Um, yes and no. I'm not a big, like, bucket list goal. Not a big go- It tells you something when SIP has to tell you to write down goals. <laughs> so um, I'm not a big, like, goal person. Not, yeah. not that I'm not motivated. No. But... For bucket list items, I just feel like I will have failed if I don't do them. Mm-hmm. So then I don't want to like all, like be on my deathbed and be like I never saw the Northern Lights. My great grandkids <laughs> yeah. need to like take me to you the Northern Li- Life to the fullest. Yes, I know. So I that stresses me out. So yeah, I don't do them.
1: Exactly. Some people like them. Some people don't. It doesn't mean you're not motivated or anything. I'm someone I love goals. I love writing down things and yeah. So that's that's me. What are do- your New
3: Year's resolutions?
1: So. Literally, my first resolution is to maintain my resolutions (laughs) (laughs) because I always see I love writing them down and like thinking about the year and then I literally forget about them like two weeks in. Um, Two
3: weeks. You make it two weeks. Wow. That's good. So So you don't even make it a week. Yeah. So my biggest one.
1: Get this. I am planning to run a half marathon in Lincoln. Uh, Actually, in Indianapolis. Okay. So back at home, I do not run, cannot run. But I'm gonna run it.
3: <laughs> when is it? How are you gonna train? It's, it's in
1: May. So I have I have some time. Um got on the treadmill yesterday. <laughs> we're, we're working through it. But uh yeah, it's kind of like I'm very I like big challenges and big goals and that's the only way that's gonna get me to go, you know, work out and do something, so I gotta put my mind to something
3: and wow. go do I it. I need to hang out with Kelsey more. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I've never ran a marathon. Never thought about it. Never want to.
3: I well, I'm like a, well, a, a half, half, half. It's a half,
2: half. half. Either way, you could <laughs> still still scary. still, still count in. That I did department. a five
3: k once.
2: <laughs> See, that's still something impressive. to be proud
3: of. Yeah, and I got it is. a t shirt. How that's
2: do we awesome. feel about the stickers on the back of cars? What? Where they put a sticker if, if they've ran a marathon How do we feel about <laughs> this? I, just just a, just a random thought. How do we feel about the stickers? Cuz I know some what people did the say it like 12.1 or 24.2 or oh, whatever oh, ac- it is that, that they've accomplished it. Are you going to do that?
1: Kind of cheesy flex. Okay. No, I
2: will not. Interesting. Be <laughs>
3: yeah, you're going to wear a shirt and you're going to bring it around <laughs> everywhere 13.1. <laughs>
1: I'll probably hang up my medal if I if I get metal We'll see. Probably that. You just that's actually, probably going to be the what will be
3: your running um your running soundtrack. Ooh, that is something I need to think the of. The Lion King is a good one.
1: It is a
2: great I, one.
3: I love Disney hits. That's Tarzan. Tarzan. Hercules. Oh, go the distance.
1: Yes. There you go. Got a theme going. Because I'm, I'm more of like a country music fan, but like...
3: Can Sam Hunt get you going? What if
1: sad music starts coming on? You know, like those depressing <laughs> country music songs? Like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be running a long time. So <laughs> I'm not going to be keeping any sort of pace. You got to
3: make your whole playlist. I do. Mm-hmm. That's going to take some time. So that's
1: also on my list. Maybe I'll put that down.
3: If anyone has any country marathon running songs, text yeah. them to us. We will get them on Kelsey's half marathon yeah. list.
1: Any recommendations I'll take. Sh- or pump up music. M- I don't care.
3: Marathon recommendations. Yeah. like gifts. Or- Something
1: that'll last me like five hours.
3: <laughs> it won't take you five. Yeah, maybe it will. Yeah. Right.
1: I think it's going to be like three. That's my goal. I'm very slow. So as of right now,
3: she worked out for 70 days in a row one time.
2: That's impressive.
3: 75. 75 <laughs> in twice a day inside and outside.
2: Twice two a days.
3: Correct. For 70 See, days. Yeah, I don't it know was, if it was I was
1: supposed for to specific reason or It was like a challenge. So, I don't know. I, I don't like, know if I
3: was supposed to d- disclose that, but you're fine. That's how cool <laughs> that she fun. is. She's like, "Yeah, I got to go work out for the second time today." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm fine. It was a yeah. brutal
1: it was a brutal 75 days, but it was cool. I called. can say I did it. Brutal. Hard. Se- 75 hard. Yes. 75 hard. She that was s- a challenge. Interesting. So it was very difficult. I can think of like, other
3: things that are seventy-five hard. <laughs> Actually, I can't. I was, yeah. just saying, I, I was
2: about to be like I was about to question. No, nope. but I'm glad you you debunked that. I, c-
3: yeah. I could think of other things to do. Okay, geez. instead of, of the seventy-five hard. Correct. Okay, there you go. But why would I do that when Kelsey's crushing it? So <laughs> yeah. I also have a, like a sore throat. I've had it for a couple days. Non-COVID. I got tested. Good. But I had to anchor sports oh, on New Year's gosh. Day. And I was like, so we're supposed to talk out of like our gut, you know, Mm -hmm. and I, it's all out of my throat because I can't, and I I didn't have enough wind, so I'd say a few sentences, I'm on air and I, it's awful. So if you do think if I sound kind of different, I do. So it's
2: all right. Okay. News question, actually, (laughs) before we get to break news question, does the teleprompter ever go too fast?
3: Yes. Yes.
2: (laughs) Okay. And you literally are like
1: in your... Because I've seen
2: those things on TikTok where it's like, try this teleprompter, you know, thing. Correct. And I try it and I don't get it. (laughs) (laughs) So I was just curious if that's real life. Well,
3: my question is like, we're reading the words, so why do they not... I know. Yeah. Because we have... Well, I don't
1: know about you. I have someone running my prompter. I Mm -hmm. do not run mine. Usually the anchors probably sometimes run their own. Ooh, People can that. do a foot pedal. You could do like a little hand yeah, thingy. A
3: foot pedal. A foot no pedal. way under I the would, anchor desk.
1: Yes, it's like a gas, a gas and a brake. And you're reading Ooh. and directing your words. I at the could not time. Time. do that. Uh, that's. I had to do me. that at
3: my old station. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. What if, what if I just slam my foot down? <laughs> Everyone. What if everyone's your foot screwed. falls asleep? You have no I, feeling.
3: Exactly. Well then, you have no words. <laughs> you, <laughs> yes.
2: you don't know if you're pushing it to go or stop.
3: Well, okay, so yeah, good question, Nick. Sorry, um, I, random thoughts. What yeah. about for the Huskers? What is your New Year's resolution for them? Mine is conference championship, a bowl game, and a national title. All in could be different sports. Doesn't matter. Yeah.
1: That's yeah, that's bold. It's definitely con- one conference. I want volleyball to win the Big Ten. Mm-hmm. Ugh, yes, outright. N- not a tie. No one else. I want them to win in it. week five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> clinch it in like you know. But yeah, and then. Yeah, some sort of national championship. I think that's doable for probably, a couple of sports. Probably bowling. Bowling. Mm-hmm. Volleyball. Baseball. Oh, they could they could do if, it.
2: If baseball, think about this place. If baseball makes the College World Series,
3: oh, that would be so. Oh, cool. That would be so cool. Goosebumps. Or if Nebraska just makes the
2: cheez it's bowl. <laughs> or the exactly. Jimmy Kimmel Bowl if it doesn't get canceled,
3: or Scott gets mayo dumped on him. Oh,
1: he would not agree to that. <laughs> okay, Didn't the coach have to yeah. sign the waiver? Okay,
3: beforehand. okay, Nebraska, you can get into a bowl game. It is the Duke's Mayo Bowl,
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Scott has to be dunked I mean, in mayo. Would,
1: would you think he would
3: actually? That's your s- only say choice yes for a bowl game. No
2: way. That's the it's, it's yeah. I it's know, mayo or bust. I don't think he says yes.
1: I wouldn't think he said yes because even if he wins, he like. I, who was a coach, yeah. South Carolina or something like yeah, that? Yeah, Shane
2: Beamer, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: He had to, like, sign a waiver saying, yeah, I'll do it.
2: He got drilled in the head. The <laughs> mayo bucket the <laughs> mayo bucket was heavier than they thought, so he got drilled in the head when they pulled Here's it. Here's your concussion. Over. <laughs> yeah, I would have, out of that go- game, I would have liked to see Mac Brown instead get drenched with mayo just because he's an old man.
3: Maybe, he, <laughs> maybe they could just pay it forward and donate the mayo to, like, food shelters. Yeah,
1: there you go. There you go. Maybe they're already doing that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who knows? I'd like to see the Cheez-It though. That's always fun when they dump the cheese Or the On potatoes?
2: The, the potato is good. Yeah, the
3: fries. So they should slime. They should have a Nickelodeon bowl. Oh.
2: Everybody in
0: your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it